It's a Wednesday Spotlight on KRWC. First Wednesday of the month of February of 2023. And on the first Wednesday of each month, we have time reserved for University of Minnesota Extension. And in the horticulture area, Emily Hansen joins us. Uh, first Wednesday of each month just happens to be the first day of the month for today. Emily, good morning to you. Good morning. How are you? I'm not too bad. It's been a little chilly this week, but, you know, we'll get through it. Right, exactly. I know. it's It's been really cold. I'm really dreaming of summer coming up. <laughs> It'll get there eventually. So, well, how's the uh, month of, how did the month of January go for you? Been a little while since it's really we talked. good, you know, planning a lot of different events coming up um, and, you know, also you know, finishing up some events this past January. So mm-hmm. we're, we're looking ahead. So, yep. Um, just describe again uh, some of the highlights of some of what you do for extension for those that uh, may not be acquainted with it yet. Yeah, for sure. So I am actually the horticulture extension educator. Um, So within my role, I respond to technical assistance calls from people in the community, and I serve Wright, McLeod, and Meeker counties. So if you are a Wright County homeowner and you have any problems with your tree, your lawn, your garden, flowers, really anything, you can call me and I can give you advice. I also am in charge of the Master Gardener program in all three counties. So a lot of public outreach within my job. Um, so it's really, really fun to be out there and educate the community. I suppose some of your constituents that you uh, talk to in all parts of the Tri-County area, maybe leafing through, do they still have seed catalogs? I think they do, don't they? Or they're they're dreaming of summer here. Yeah, I don't know if the extension sells seed co- catalogs, but I know that they're coming out soon and um, I know that it used to be a really big fundraiser for our Master Gardener program, but we don't Unfortunately, we don't do that anymore, but we do have plant sales in the spring, so that helps a little bit. Yeah. Well, the uh, Master Gardener is big here in Wright County as well, and I'm sure they've got some things uh, up their sleeve. uh, Spring days, is that on the horizon here too? Yep, that's coming up on March 25th this year, and we will be out at Maple Lake Schools. So we have a new venue change this year, um, but we're still expecting a big turnout, and we hope that and everyone can make it. I trust we'll uh, talk more about that next month. You've got a few topics that you want to uh, touch on here with us today. Um, Noxious, not obnoxious, maybe people would (laughs) think that they are, but uh, noxious weeds. There are some new Minnesota laws that we want to take care of. Right, yeah, exactly. So I said that I was dreaming of summer this year, but that also includes weeds in my garden, and I'm assuming yours. So it's really important to pay attention to the types of weeds that you have in your garden because they could be listed um, on the Minnesota noxious weed list. So in Minnesota, we actually have a noxious weed law, and that's really meant to protect people, animals, the food we eat, and really the environment from the harmful effects that these noxious weeds can present. And the Minnesota Department of Agriculture and other local governmental bodies like counties, cities, help control and eradicate these types of weeds that pose a risk. Um, And as of January 1st, 2023, the Minnesota Department of Agriculture added nine new weeds to the list. Um, And these weeds are placed into four categories. So prohibited eradicate, prohibited control, restricted, and specially regulated. So prohibited eradicate means that all parts of the plant must be destroyed. 
prohibited control means that you need to make an effort to stop the plant from spreading. Restricted means that landowners need to manage the plant spread. And then specially regulated means that these types of plants have special management plans to minimize their harm that they can pose to the community. So these recommendations come out from the MDA, um, from recommendations from the Noxious Weed Advisory, and they come out every three years. So um, just really meant to be a public benefit. And there are restrictions on these weeds sale and transport and their growth and spread. So I just wanted to go through and name off the nine new species that were added to the list, just so you're aware and can look out for these types of weeds. So Johnson grass is now prohibited eradicate. Pale swallowwort is prohibited eradicate. Red hailstone is prohibited eradicate. Amur silvergrass is restricted. Lesser salandin is restricted. Salt cedar is restricted. Amur cork tree is specially regulated. Calorie pear is specially regulated. And tatarian maple is specially regulated. And we also have four species on the old noxious weed list that changed category. So meadow knapweed was prohibited eradicate, and now it's prohibited control. Poison hemlock is prohibited eradicate, and now it's prohibited control. Round leaf bittersweet was prohibited eradicate, and now it's prohibited control. And then lastly, winged burning bush is was specially regulated and is now restricted. So if you have any questions about these types of weeds or identification, there is a noxious weed list on the Department of Agriculture's website. Um, but you can also stop in the Extension Office, and I have a book about it, too, and I can help you um, to learn how to manage these types of weeds. Where do these kind of things uh, pop up? Is it mostly uh, in in fields, or can they uh, even be in residential areas, or where? Yeah, yeah. So some things like wild parsnip, for example, that wasn't on this list that I mentioned, but they can pop up, you know, along roadsides, um, usually in roadsides because of, like, seed spreading um, across uh, major highways. Um, some I've had some people that have, you know, open fields that haven't been treated, that have them there, um, and sometimes in people's yards as well. So it's really important to look out for these types of weeds because they can be a harm um, to humans and animals as well. Some of those are really nasty and uh, can can really mess with uh, with people's uh, skin, for instance, and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, and others are just uh, plain you know, uh, can kind of take over if they if they get firmly seeded. Right, yeah, exactly. Just like uh, the example I gave before, wild parsnip is one of those types of weeds that um, can burn your skin if you touch it um, without any gloves on. So, you know, it's really important to make sure that you correctly identify the weed before you go and treat it. All right. Um, so, uh, tell us again where they can get, uh, maybe, uh, a visual on, on what these things look like so they know what they're looking for. Yep. So if you search the Minnesota Department of Agriculture and click on their website, you go to the search bar and you type in noxious weed list and it'll pop up with a whole bunch of different weeds, uh, that are on, a, like a graph spreadsheet and you can click on them. But I also have a book in the Extension Office. If you're interested, I can walk you through the book that I have. Are any of these uh, particularly uh, a problem because of the very dry conditions that we've had of late? Have they kind of gained momentum because of that? 
Um, I'm not entirely sure um, what, you know, makes a weed, like ha- a weed gets on the list, but um, it, it has to come from somewhere. So it must be that people are, you know, not controlling these types of weeds. Um, they are, you know, transporting them or making them spread. So, you know, I'm not sure what the relation is to the drought, but um, I know that people are not following, you know, the noxious weed law and they're transporting these weeds and letting them spread. I would guess the uh, last thing that you would want to, as far as more of a residential kind of a thing too is if, uh, you know, you, you know, unknowingly get this into uh, kind of some kind of compost type thing and, and spread it around that way too. Right, exactly. Yeah, that is, a you know, one of the ways that these types of weeds can spread because they go to seed. You know, you, you pick them up, maybe you put them in your compost pile, and then you just turn it out and it, you know, it's still there once those weeds go to seed. So it's really important to follow the, in, the directions that the noxious weed list gives to help control the spread. Emily Hansen, our guest on today's Spotlight on KRWC with the U of M Extension in uh, Horticulture. Talk about some new grants that are available and, and what those are for. Yeah, so the Minnesota Department of Agriculture just released a Minnesota Grown Specialty Crop Grant. And this um, specialty crop grant is meant to encourage nonprofit organizations, producer organizations, governmental agencies, universities, tribal organizations, and other ag groups to apply, um, and for-profit entities such as farms and other business businesses who want to develop, you know, sector-wide research and development are also eligible for this grant, and this grant is meant to increase the competitiveness of Minnesota-grown specialty crops, and this is through leveraging efforts to market and promote these crops, assisting producers with research and development, um, to these specialty crops, expanding availability and access to the crops, and addressing local and regional challenges confronting specialty crop producers. So if you're interested in this type of grant and you fit those requirements that I just mentioned, the applications will be accepted through March 13, 2023, and you can request between $20,000 and $125,000, and the Minnesota Department of Agriculture anticipates awarding roughly $1.2 million in total for this round. Um, If you're interested in learning more about this type of grant, there is a list of eligibility requirements at the Minnesota Department of Agriculture's website at their specialty crop block grant program. And then I know that there's also some other types of grants coming out that you can look through on the MDA website, but I know that there should be one opening up soon for a value-added grant program. So just be on the lookout for that. Um, And if you have any questions or need any help, I'm always available. Um, But I know that the Minnesota Department of Agriculture also has a representative as well. These are good things for, uh, you know, I mean, it's not for everybody, but for uh, certain uh, folks that uh, may be interested in getting into that uh, very important program. And and the U of M really wants to, to get these grant monies into the right hands, too. Right, exactly. And you know, there's a really big push to um, provide grants and loans for beginning farmers and emerging farmers because that's really the future of agriculture. So there's a lot of resources out there for uh, farmers to apply for and get into. And if you need any help, I'm always here as well. 
All right, let's talk a little bit about gardening. You know, we take a look outside and it's zero, but uh, we're going to talk about a gardening webinar that you've got coming up. Right, yeah, exactly. Uh, we're, you know, we're still looking ahead to the, to the summertime. And, you know, in the summer, I get a lot of questions about trees. So uh, some local educators decided to team up and put on the fourth annual Gardening from the Ground Up webinar series. That will be from February 20th to the 24th from 1 to 2.30 p.m. in the afternoon. So this is a online Zoom webinar series, and it is free. And this series will focus on trees and shrubs. Um, so, you know, we get a lot of questions about this, and these types of webinars will cover these different topics. So on Monday, February 20th, we'll talk about establishing resilient tree and shrub plantings. Tuesday, February 21st, we will talk about managing pests of trees and shrubs. Wednesday, February 22nd, we will talk about growing healthy fruit trees and shrubs. Thursday, February 23rd, we'll cover managing invasive species in woodlands. And finally, Friday, February 24th, we'll cover confronting common conifer concerns. So it's really all about trees. So if you are really interested in learning about how to care for your trees, manage those pests, um, grow healthy fruit trees, um, this is the webinar for you. So to join us for one of these webinars or all of them, you can sign up online at z.umn.edu slash garden up. And when you register for the series, you'll receive access to all five of the sessions. If you're unable to attend certain days, the recordings of the webinar will be sent out to you at the end of the entire series. So make sure you sign up for that event. And if you need any help signing up, I can always help you as well. And it is absolutely free, too. Yes, completely free. So, you know, really great educational resource, and it's a week long. So, um, you know, you get the webinar links and everything sent to you at the end, so you can watch it whenever you want. Okay, so it isn't a specific time. You can kind of, as long as you're signed up, you can take a look at it anytime. Yep, yeah. If you wanted to watch it live, it's from 1 to 2.30 each afternoon. But if you signed up, you'll receive those links uh, at the end of Friday's webinar, and then you can go back and watch it. All right. Um, Emily, of course, is from the Wright County area, but serves now uh, Tri-County area, and you've got some information about the Meeker County Master Gardeners. Yeah, so I mentioned previously that the Wright County Master Gardeners are having their Spring Days event on March 25th, but I also serve Meeker County, just like you said, and they are hosting their annual Garden Gala on March 21st this year at the Church of St. Philip in Litchfield, Minnesota. So if you're unfamiliar with these types of events, it's really about gardening education surrounding the state. So this year we will have a guest speaker, Robin Trott, and another guest speaker, Larry Sipla, joining us. And Robin will be speaking about growing a rainbow, so annual flowers for color and purpose. And then Larry Sipla will be talking about hydroponics for year-round gardening. So some really interesting and relevant topics. Um, you know, maybe you're a home gardener and you don't really have space, and Larry's talk will be mainly geared towards you, and maybe you want to try some hydroponics. And um, Robin is a flower gardener, so she will be speaking all about flowers. So 
Um, we have really great topics for you to attend, and we also have vendors at this event. If you're interested in attending, it's $10 if you register by March 10th, and then at-the-door registration is $20. And we will be offering online registration this year, and if you would like to register online, the website is d.umn.edu slash Meeker Garden Gala 23. And if you don't wish to pay by credit card and you want to mail in cash or a check, the brochure and registration form is at that link as well, and you can mail it to the Meeker County Extension Office by March 10th. A really great educational event that's, you know, a really good price for people to attend. And did I get the date right? Uh, is it Tuesday, March 21st, did you say? Yep, that's okay. correct. It's Registration opens at 5, and we will end the day at 8.30. Great. All right, and then just wrapping up, uh, you've got a couple of other uh, topics here that some of your colleagues are taking care of, but you just wanted to throw them in today, too. Yeah, so we have a new crops extension educator, and her name is Taylor Herbert, and she just wanted me to um, give you guys some information about the annual nitrogen conference and the annual nutrient management conference. So the nitrogen conference starts on February 7th and goes from 8 a.m. to 3.40 at the Mayo Clinic Health Systems Event Center in Mankato. And the Nutrient Management Conference will be on February 21st from 8 a.m. to 3.40 at the Holiday Inn in St. Cloud. And both of these events will cover current topics in crop production with high-quality research-based information as usual. And the registration is required for the in-person or Zoom attendance. And Zoom attendance is free, but in-person attendance will cost $20. And if you would like more information about that, um, go to z.umn.edu slash nitrogen conference or z.umn.edu slash nutrient conference. And if you need help signing up for that, uh, we are here to help you. I can um, connect you with Taylor, our new crops extension educator. Really good. And then the Women in Ag conference as well. Yeah, so Karen wanted me to, um, you know, advertise this one last time because it's not too late to register uh, for the Women in Ag Network Conference in Wilmer this year on February 7th. So this year's conference will focus on building resilience on your farm and your family, and it will gather female farmers, agriculturalists, agribusiness professionals, and students together. And like I said, it will be held on Tuesday, February 7th, from 9 to 3 p.m. at the Wilmer Conference Center in Wilmer, Minnesota. And you can register on the Extension website for that as well. Great. Uh, finish up with your contact number here, Emily, and uh, maybe email if they want to con- uh, contact you that way. Yep. So my name is Emily Hansen. I'm the Horticulture Extension Educator in Wright McLeod in Meeker County. My phone number is 612-394-6302. And my email is hans6005 at umn.edu. And you can contact me whenever. All right. Well, we appreciate all the info, and uh, we hope for a little warmer February here. I'm sure it will be, and by the time we next talk, we'll be talking about spring days and maybe some other topics uh, in getting outside. Yeah, exactly. Enjoy the sun today. It looks like it's coming out. All right. Thanks, Emily. Yep, bye. Take care. Emily Hansen, U of M Extension Horticulture Educator with Wright County, and also Meeker and uh, other counties in the Tri-County area. We talk with her 
on uh, the first Wednesday of each month on our Spotlights on KRWC.